At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com, code GLOW. Get access to actionable news and market research with all the information you need to invest smarter and profit faster. Start your free trial today at pro.benzinga.com. Justin, what is going on, man? How are you doing? Hey, Luke. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Doing well, doing well. Pleasure to have you back, of course. Happy to have you here. So I was making a joke yesterday that, uh, like, when Jerome Powell was giving his testimony, like, what he should have been saying is, like, sir, I'm just a printer technician. Like, I don't know what's going on in the market, but all I do is I just, I just, uh, I just, I just operate the the, the printer, right? I just put toner in. Um, I hit <laughs> buy, and uh, that's my job. So if you guys are surprised that I'm still printing, like, you should be aware that I'm just a printer technician. That's all I do. Yeah. I just uh, I service the printer. And it seems silly, but like that's that's really what uh, what they're doing right now. And what they called for yesterday was uh, again, like that was the t- uh, taper tantrum. Apparently, uh, the reason why S and P is moving lower today is because of the dollar DXY. Uh, DXY is on an absolute tear. So if we do uh, if we compare DXY to SPY, uh, yields are down today, and we're seeing rotation back. So what we're seeing is that again, banks are very red, and tech is green. The reason why this matters for me is because the saying is that uh, chips lead tech, tech lead spy. So if we have a look here at the semiconductor complex, well, today we heard news about AMD being a supplier for uh, something new. We have a look at what's been moving the S&P to all-time highs here to date, and it's pretty obvious, right? It's everything but tech. Um, Everything except for Apple, Amazon, Tesla has pretty much been bright green year to date. So if we're going to be going to a new all-time high, or if we're going to start going sideways, what I would expect to see is that the pockets that are the brightest green are going to start to turn a little bit less green. And the pockets that are red are going to flip back to green. Apple is the best company in the world. I'm sorry if that hurts people's feelings. They are. Uh, The other best companies in the world include Amazon, Microsoft, and a few others like Google. So Apple being red year to date is not a surprise because if they're trying to hold back SPY, and as of right now, SPY is up like on the year. It's it's had an incredible run. If you're only looking at short time frames, you're like, oh my god, we're going to zero. No, we're not. Like, look at the candle. How can you tell me that is bearish? I don't understand. What, what are these monthly candles? 
Uh, these are monthly, yeah. So, yeah, the, sorry, yeah. this is a yearly chart. So, this is a yearly chart. Oh, okay. And if we look here again, like, oh my God, we got a tiny little look at the top. Like, Luke, is that bearish? It looks, the trend is your friend, baby. <laughs> it looks pretty damn friendly yes, to me. If we zoom into a shorter time frame, yes, we are moving lower today. That's okay. Stocks go up, stocks go down, stocks go all around. And if you understand that you're playing a game, the game is to make money. So, yep. What I'm, what I'm finding as well is that people always want to find an excuse not to buy or a reason to sell. And they try to remind us every day. So again, let's step back for a moment. And I went through this on the stream yesterday because um, what Jerome Powell said is that this is us thinking about thinking about raising rates. And what he said is that 2023 is when we have liftoff. However, even when we have liftoff, we're going to remain highly accommodative. Not accommodative, not a little bit of accommodation, highly accommodative. So from now through 2023, we can assume that we're going to drift higher. Why? We're in a liquidity-driven rally. And if we're going to get even more liquidity, and uh, ironically today we got a fresh headline that there's even more coming. So let me pull this up here really fast. Uh, the original bill being discussed for the infrastructure was $2 trillion. Well, now we've got 6 So I think 6 is bigger than 2 I could be wrong. Uh, again, I'm not, a, I'm not a mathematician, but when Keep I look the at money six, flowing, I'm baby. Able, Six is a little bit bigger than two. And if we're in a liquidity-driven rally and we're going to get even more liquidity, would it not be reasonable to assume that we're going to keep going higher when the Federal Reserve is not tapering? Uh, they said that we expect inflation to overshoot and uh, 3.5 is okay. So they've pretty much given us the playbook for the next two years. Yes. And, uh, and, 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 and I'll add this one too. In my home state, our home state of Michigan here, where Benzinga HQ is, they just came out earlier hmm. this week uh, because they're having a hard time getting people to go back to work. You'll be actually be able to collect on unemployment and work at the same time, right? So, how much money is that dumping into the local economy? And like that, 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 that's that's the crazy thing. Like even this morning, we were hearing that uh, like people have not even fully spent their their checks yet, and there's even more going out. And as smart as I think I am, uh, yeah, this guy's smarter. Uh, I've recommended a book last time when I was when I was on here called Market Wizards. And uh, Paul Tudor Jones is one of the original market wizards. What this guy's saying is very obvious here. So again, this is for investing, it's not for trading. So if you're trading again, maybe you want to discount what I'm going to say here for a little bit. Uh, before, I, before I forget too though, come on, would you guys mind smashing that like? We Let's got like go, baby. Of Let's go. Yeah, that's what I'm talking Destroy about. Like Smash it. the like, share the stream, and drop us the tickers that you're looking at, guys. Come on. The, the chat is quiet. The chat is boring. And, and Justin, <laughs> let, let me say this, too. For, for folks who, who are concerned, right? Like, like it, it hurts to have these red days, right? I'm down a few grand today. It's not like a good day. I'd rather have, have that look the opposite. The, the thing that I do in, in this choppiness in here, let me add, add my screen back in here. This is an exercise that I did in uh when would this is early may right when, when we got that this last little round of choppiness in, in spy um it, is i go through all the stocks that i own all the positions that i have and, and i've got a combination of, of long-term holding and swing trades um and i just ask myself one by one do what what is my reason for for having this position right if i still have a thesis for this position it makes me feel a lot better and it helps me to stomach through any any sort of choppiness that i get if i can say no i don't have a reason to own this my thesis played out or my thesis was wrong like okay let's close up these positions and not be lazy about it um mm -hmm. so 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 if you are having a hard time mentally on some days like today that that's an exercise that i've found has, has helped me significantly over the past few years I really like that too. And like a, a different way that I like to spin that is like, so pretend you did not own the stocks through, through some stroke of magic. Now make believe you got all cash back. Would you buy the stock again? 
If the answer is no, you're you're being pigheaded and you're being stubborn because if you don't like the yes. stock but you're holding it, like that's that's a problem. It, great. Yes, exact same way that I think about it. I love it. Yes, 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 yes. You always need to retest your thesis. You bought it for a reason. Is your thesis still in play or not? Always be asking yourself that question. And I've made some pretty funny analogies lately that's again, like at a certain point when someone tells you that this is a this is this banana is beautiful, it's yellow, and when you open it up, it's black inside, do you still eat it anyway? Even though the outside was yellow, you're like, I like yellow bananas, but this thing's yeah. completely black. And you can tell me it's yellow. You can tell me that it's 50% off. But if I'm like, you know what? I don't want to eat that. Um, I don't want it in my portfolio. It's the same thing like the stocks here. So if you, if you wouldn't mind resharing my screen, I'll just finish off my thought here. And then uh, yeah. maybe we could talk a little bit more after. So uh, like going back to here again, as smart as I if think that any, I am. Any individual names that you're looking at too, let's definitely I do. make sure um, have time for those. I'll, I'll circle back on the ones we did last time too. And uh, so just to finish off on here again, this is a theme of what I'm looking for. So Paul Tudor Jones is a smart guy. He is smarter than me. So as smart as I think I am, I'm going to defer to him. What he told us on Monday was that uh, if, if so he says, go all in. He's not saying take your, dip, dip your toes and he's saying go all in on the inflation trades. If the Fed keeps ignoring higher prices. What we heard yesterday from the Fed is that uh, it's business as usual. They're not going to change anything else. And uh, what I think we're seeing today, if we scroll down to the bottom part of this article, it's talking about how, uh, come on, if I go down to the bottom here. So again, Paul Tudor Jones, smart guy. You go, uh, we got to go down to the bottom here. What he tells us is that uh, uh, the only thing I know for certain, I want 5% gold, 5% Bitcoin, 5% cash, 5% commodities at this point in time. I don't know what I want to do with the other 80%. So if Paul Tudor Jones is also doing this, what I have a strong suspicion of is that, again, I don't know what I want to do until I hear what the Fed's going to do. Well, yesterday we heard what the Fed's going to do. There's going to be big money like this guy who are going to be repositioning for the next like higher. That's what I believe. Can we take a move down? Absolutely. But um, we have to keep in mind that uh, the, the we're climbing a wall of worry. So if we understand what we're doing, there's always something to be worried about. When I was on last time, we were worried about 420, right? Oh my God, 420 seems so unrealistic. It's so high. Well, we're at 420 now. So we're 5% even higher than that. So if we were overvalued before, are we more overvalued now? Or is there fundamentally something we don't understand about the mechanics of the market? Yes, we're overvalued. Michael Burry's calling this the greatest bubble of all time. And um, I think that if people, so, if you're trying to find a reason not to buy, you're going to find one. You, you can find it today. You could have found it yesterday. You can find it every day. But when I was on last time, again, I said SPY 400. That was a pretty strong statement at the time. Here we are. We're at 420. Yeah. So um, the right. other thing I mentioned last time, and sorry, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I was just going to say, I want to throw this one out to the chat. All, all you out there in Zinger Nation, if you're watching us, you are a member of Zinger Nation. First question of the day. Uh, one month from now, if you think SPY is higher, drop us the one. If you think SPY is lower, drop us the two. I want to see where everybody is at with this thing. You're, you're not, you know, this is no Switzerland in World War II. You can't sit on the sidelines. This is an active <laughs> chat, okay? One, if you think we're higher a month from now. Two, if you think we're lower a month from now, call it. But all right, Justin, I keep think going. One. I think one. So uh, same thing as SPY, like from last time. Uh, what I did is, uh, again, here's the stocks we talked about last time. We talked about, uh, we talked about a Santa. Well, it's all-time highs. So uh, again, oh like yeah, it's eight, having a months. great move today too. Uh, yeah, CEO, CEO was, shares. Yeah, it's crazy. Stock is on fire. Yeah, so it's again, moving today. Eight percent, seven percent, guys. Would you rather be right? Or would you rather make money? And like this stock is willing to pay you, right? Seven percent. You like AMC? Hey, check out this stock. It's sexy. Look at the thing go, right? It can't yeah. not stop. 
So this one here. We're a customer. Yeah, and we went over that last time too. The the other one that we talked about was uh, we talked about Upwork. Um, so again, I still like it. So, so let me ask here. you this for, for, for Asana, you still like it or, or were you? I at? like it, but I don't own it. That's the trouble here is that okay. I, I was waiting for the June dip to happen and the stock just never gave me the pullback. I'm looking for a re-entry now around 43.65, which is the previous all-time high if it comes back down. So yeah. if we're able to dip back down to here, that's where I would get interested in here. And okay. I think um, like the easiest way to try to explain the watch list of stocks that I like is that I'm looking out into the real world and I'm trying to ask myself, what are things that people need that they may not realize or what are trends which can, which can continue going through? And uh, I'll mention this one now. So what I talked about uh, uh, last time again was Cameco, CCJ. We talked about this one here. Um, it's doubled. Obviously, it's having a big pullback now. Um, I exited more of my position at 20.5 yesterday. Um, but this, this, uh, this came to a climax when we heard about uh, Putin and Biden yesterday. There, we talked about, uh, again, nuclear uh, potential uh, escalation. That's why the stock went from 10 to 10 to 20. And uh, this trade worked out beautifully too, hit a fresh 52 week high. So this one worked out, the last one worked out. And if you wanted a reason to sell or if you wanted a reason not to buy, well, here we are higher. So yep. those two worked out beautifully. Um, another one that I'm really proud of, but I, I got in recently here is net and net again, a new all time high. So everyone's like, oh my God, the market is, market's bearish. It's gonna go to zero. Well, some stocks literally do. Oh, and we just hit that today too. Another 5% today. I'll yeah, hit that all this, time stock, this stock is bullish AF. This stock can't quit. And uh, when I look at this one here, the reason why I really like this one here as a top pick is because if you look back over here, Cloudflare one. So the cybersecurity attacks that happened recently, what we heard from Vladimir Putin yesterday is that He's basically denying any kind of wrongdoing for the for the for the hacks. This is a cybersecurity company. Happens to be the best one. So the reason why this really matters as well is because um, I, I bought into this one here uh, with our group somewhere around here. So between like sixty-five and seventy is when we initiated the position. We got an artificial dip because one of their main competitors, Fastly had a really bad earnings report, right? It came all the way down with a huge gap down, yeah. dropped down like another 30%. And then they had and, that outage uh, not long after that too. Yeah, but like the the, the, the the outage was actually bullish though. The reason why the outage was bullish is bullish, bullish is because people realize that if 10% of the internet goes down from this one company that's worth 6.5 billion, maybe it's not accurately priced, right? When Amazon goes down, they take down half the internet. They're worth trillions. Yep. So. Uh, this company here is really small. So my point here was just that I was looking at getting into net um, at around, uh, I was looking at getting, getting in before earnings. I thought I was going to get it at like 80s. Uh, I thought 75 was a great dip. It came all the way down to 65. So if you like discounts, um, the deeper the discount, should you should like it more. And if you have a mindset of like what, what Luke said earlier, if you're buying this company for a trade or for an investment, just make sure you understand what, what chart you're looking at. A daily chart should be used for an investment. Um, you shouldn't be looking at this one here and then deciding that, oh, I'm going to I'm going to top ticket, whatever. So I think this one here is very good potential to keep going higher because um, uh, I think we I don't know if we went over this last time, but there's a bell curve of adoption. So the bell curve of adoption basically just means when a product can become very popular. And if we look here, uh, Cloudflare now has 17 percent of the Fortune 1000 companies as clients. So um, the reason why I'm focusing on this stock is because I think the stock is going to be evergreen, which means that. I think it's going to be higher next month than it is now. I think it's going to be even higher after. And uh, the stock is now graduated to, uh, Mason called it uh, going to college. It's now a triple digit stock. It's a big boy. It's a big stock now. Mm -hmm. 
uh, if we have a look here just at the image, we get percentages. So we look here, open image in new tab. I don't know why this thing's going so slow. But if we zoom in here, so if now Fastly has 17% of the Fortune 1000 companies, they're basically in the early majority here because 13.5 plus 2.5 gives us 16, which means they're 1% into the easiest part of making money. They're, they're just starting here. And now there's a national and worldwide spotlight on the company and on the sector. Why? There's cybersecurity attacks. Companies are paying tens of millions of dollars and it's also national security concern. So if you're looking at this talk today and you're wondering why the market's down and this talk is pumping to new all time highs and breaching hundred, it's because it is fundamentally very strong. we got an so, artificial, so, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, so, so Justin, let me ask you this. So, so when you're talking about like, like long-term positions like this, are you thinking in the time frame of, you know, you want to own net for months? Do you want to own net for years? I mean, what, what exactly does that mean to you? Or, or let me um, ask you this, what future catalyst data points, et cetera, do you need to see to help you make those decisions into the future? Um, what I've tried to do over the last little bit is actually shift the way that I'm investing. And the reason why I'm doing that is because I find that if I'm making shorter trades, uh, it's very hard for people who work a full-time job to be, to be able to actually see the updates, meaning that um, you bought it at uh, 9.35, then you sold it at 10 o'clock. Well, I bought it when you did, and I never got the alert that you sold. Yep. So um, what I'm trying to do is give people ideas where they act once, and then they literally don't do anything. Let your winners run. Um, it sounds so simple, but um, it's hard to put into practice. And people have to get comfortable with making money. Uh, making money can be uncomfortable for a lot of people. So for this one here, minimum 3 to 12 months. Any stock that I initiate as an investment, minimum 3 to 12 months. And with this one here, I initiated my position with about 400 shares. I left myself wiggle room that, again, if their earnings also were disappointment, that if we drop down to 50, I could add up to four times more. So I was willing to add up to four times more. So if the stock goes up, it uh, means that, oh, my God, I'm making money. On, I don't have enough shares, but I'm, I'm making money. If it goes lower, I'm like, this is fantastic because I want to buy up to four times more. I can do, buy. Do you ever sell puts on long, long term positions or, or places where you want to do that? that? That's like my favorite trick. So I here's what I did um, because this was a new stock that was initiated. Exactly. I was going to mention that. So what I did is uh, I, I sold some covered calls when I, for when I first got into it. So I sold some covered calls and I sold yep. some naked puts. The okay. reason why I sold the covered calls is because all day. love it, love it, love it. And I just did that on BA. So I initiated a position on BA uh, yesterday. I deployed more than six figures in the last 24 hours. So for me, uh, I'm speaking with my dollars. My dollars are saying that I'm bullish. I'm bullish for the next pile. Is it going to be a st straight line up? Uh, no, nothing goes straight up. Um, so the takeaway here is that you can use strategies to minimize the risk, but if I said I want to buy up to, again, X number of shares, and yesterday I love the stock, and then it gets gives me a bigger discount, and I say, and I, say I don't like it anymore, I'm either not able to check my emotions, or I don't really understand what I'm doing. Yep. And those are not good answers, because if I love the stock yesterday, and then it gives me a bigger discount today, and I say I don't like it anymore, that's a massive problem. Um, what do you think about that, Luke? And like, how have you found this, uh, like, with, with, like you and your audience here, like on YouTube? Because I found yeah. it challenging, to be honest. How so? Why, why do you um, say that? People are scared of making money. Yeah. They're like, the stock is too bullish. They, they, they want to find a reason not to be bullish. They're like, oh, well, the stock's too bullish. Okay, <laughs> the stock okay. is too bullish. No, see, see, but that's interesting. <laughs> because, because I get the opposite of you, actually. 
uh, I get the, uh, you know, like like something will gap 70% on news, and then everybody's like, okay, now's the time to go. <laughs> like, it's an okay, FDA sorry. announcement. You um, don't even understand what the news is. Like, take, <laughs> take a second, two, digest it. I have two normal viewers. The one normal viewer is the person who's coming in for what's hot. They want to buy what's already up 100%. Right? Yep, if it's yep, not up triple yeah, digits, yeah, yeah. I don't like it. If it's not already up 100, I don't even want it on my watch list. Yep. Those are the people who are trading what's hot. They're not experienced. However, the people who are more experienced in following me for the last couple of years. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, that, okay, those, those that's are the what ones. I mean, that, too. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay that's <laughs> There's yeah. a stark contrast between the two yeah, groups absolutely. because. When we get, what about uh, the bag holders? We got a lot of bag uh, holders in Zinger Nation, guys. Sorry, I'm calling you out. A lot of you still own your Nikolas that you bought at the high. You top ticked that thing. You're still in it. <laughs> okay, we, we all know who you are. It's okay. But well, here's my advice for bag holders. And, and I think that like, yeah, so someone who I had on recently was uh, Mary. I'm not sure she's here again today, but uh, when I had Mary on, so I called Mary out in 2019 because she was an Aurora shareholder. Um, I warned her to sell her Aurora uh, in November of 2019. So I warned her to sell right here. The stock was already down by 90. Um, I gave out multiple warnings and I said that I think we're going to go even lower. The stock's already down by 70. People think there's no way I should sell this thing because it's already down 70. Only got 30 cents left. And then what did it do? Well, it dropped by an extra extra 90. So uh, the dif difference here is that, again, if you would, and this is what Mary did basically. I called her out and I said, why are you holding on to this thing? And which, here, here you go, there's Mary right there, my worst nightmare. Uh, but since then, um, she's in the last like couple of years, she's really skilled up. So if she would have just held on to this there one thing, go, she would have lost, lost five times more. And what she did instead is she bought Truly, which is what, what I suggested, go buy American LP, uh, MSOs. And in that same time, from November, uh, no November of 2019 to now, uh, we can see here that uh, like even just from right now, Truly is up 250%. You could have undone all the damage from your trade in ACB if you would have been willing to admit you were wrong and rotate into something that was working. That's the first thing here. Understanding the lesson. Um, the reason why I blew my accounts up is because I rode my losers for way too long and I cut my winners fast. It was a skill that I had to learn. Let your winners run. Cut your losers fast. It's not easy. You have to admit you're wrong. Uh, admitting you're wrong is quite difficult for the average person. So um, the if, if you're struggling with any of your stocks, what you need to try to do is figure out, um, again, pretend your entire portfolio was liquid, liquidated for cash oh. and you got five stocks. Would you buy back those five stocks in that same proportion or would you balance a different way? If the, if the answer and, and is, I would so balance we're, we're, Yeah, keep, keep going, keep going. Um, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, what I would say is like, if, if you were to balance a different way, your allocation is not appropriate for your current risk tolerance in the market. And all that means is that you made a mistake. How bad it gets is now up to you. And uh, before I forget, and then I'll, then I'll jump in here. Like Mary has yeah. been someone who has been really stepping up here. She made six figures on AMC in, a, in two weeks. She, there we go, Mary. Hail Mary in the chat. <laughs> yes. Exactly. And so, Justin, we are uh, going to have to leave it there, unfortunately. Okay. But but can, can you tell us how folks can stay in touch? I just dropped the socials in the chat, guys, so check those out. But Justin, how else can folks stay in touch? Yeah, I have a YouTube channel, so I'm streaming uh, every day. Uh, every weekday, I'm streaming here on oh. YouTube. Uh, you, I'm, I'm going to be actually on in uh, about 10 minutes here on my normal channel, so I'll be here. Uh, that's probably where you can find me and uh, where I'm most active. Uh, that's me right there, and then uh, on Twitter. I don't really tweet as much, but you can find me on there. Uh, it's just at Blaze Capital. And uh, otherwise, um, one thing I'll just say before I sign off here is that if there are any other young traders who are under the age of 18, we have an initiative where we're trying to encourage them to actually trade and do well. 
So if anybody's interested, you can email us at uh, info at blazecapital.com. And uh, with that, we would be willing to help you out for free. Meaning that if you're under the age of 18 and you just don't have the financial means to trade stocks, we're more than willing to help you. Shout out it. Brooks in the chat saying Blaze Capital if you like tendies. I bet you would. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So Justin, good having you as always, man. Reach out, guys. Get active. Stay involved. Good advice. Rerun this segment. Play it again, okay? When you go to bed tonight, play it again. There's some good advice in here, Justin. Appreciate you coming on hanging out with us as mm -hmm. always. Thank you for having me. And uh, like I said, uh, congratulations on your 100,000 subscribers. When I heard from uh, from James saying that uh, you guys cracked that, that's a big milestone. So I want to say congratulations to you guys. And uh, I think that um, it's been really fun watching your show evolve over time too. And uh, I'll just say this, I've been copying some of the stuff you guys do. So like the one and two, I copy that. Um, that, that that's a really, really good way to, uh, to engage with the audience. And I think that uh, people can learn from this channel, whether it's uh, how to run a stream, how to learn how to trade stocks, how to have fun. And um, I look forward to coming on again. again. So thank you. There we go. Awesome, Justin. Appreciate it. We'll have you back shortly, guys. Make sure you go check out Justin. Check out Blaze Capital. I'm going to send you over. Yeah. Happy trading. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.